Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another very special edition of TFL Talk podcast. And this has become a very, very cool tradition because we get together at other shows with a great friend, Motoman. Welcome to my hometown, sir. Yes, Los Angeles 2023. There's a lot going on, more yes. than everybody thought there would be. And normally, of course, you're used to listening and seeing Nathan and Roman. But the tradition I'm talking about is I'm on the road usually. <laughs> either New York or Los yeah. Angeles or somewhere else. Sometimes Chicago. Yes, and we meet up and we talk about the greatest and latest news from another show. This is Best of Los Angeles. And there's, a, there's something for everyone here right now. But we're gonna start at the top, which is the gravity. Which has been the major attraction. This has been a couple of hours ago, maybe three or four hours ago, there was a big unveiling, and this is still packed. So packed. I wanna point something out that's very unusual. At a car show, these booths are very expensive to make, and they have to basically build the booths, and they have a decision. Do they use the, the standard floor that comes with the booth, the actual convention center, or do they put carpeting down? Lucid didn't do any of that. No. For the first time ever at an auto show, they have real rocks, like- Gravel. Rocks, gravel, because they're trying to show the off-road ability. And I think that's where we should start here. Yeah. Because we were chatting with Derek, who's the chief designer of, of, this, of yeah. Lucid, and someone asked him, well, what kind of off-roading will this car do? Now, you are the off-road man. Yes. Would you take this to Moab? Well, yes and no. Really? No, no, let me explain. Yeah. So, they said it could do some off-roading, but it's rolling this, this brand new electric SUV, they call the Gravity, it's rolling on a, well, this one is on a 21-inch wheel. They also have 22-inch wheels with high-performance street tires. Is there an 18 on offer here? There should be, because should they said, be because they're not showing it here at the show. But they said they don't want to compromise, right? They said so this SUV- So that means this is a trailhead kind of a thing. This yeah, is not but, but, Moab. So you could pull up to the Moab trailhead or take a gravel road, forest road. Mm -hmm. You know, it's height adjustable, right? You could, you could lift it up, you can lower it okay, down. That's a huge point we need to get to. Yeah. So Lucid, we spent a lot of time on my show driving every flavor of Lucid. These cars, the Target was a BMW M5. In the Sapphire, which is their version of the Plaid, the Target was the M5 CS. But what's fascinating about that, in today's day and age, most car companies like Mercedes and BMW do that with Airride. Not Lucid, especially on a heavy car. It's all old school suspension and tuning. So we're talking about wishbones, that kind of stuff. Yeah. This is a departure for Lucid. They're going to air with us. Uh, let's keep going because okay. I want to show the cargo area of this new Gravity SUV. By the way, it's three rows, seven passenger. They said 440 miles of range of potential range. out of 122 kilowatt hours. But you know what? Now it hold seemed on a like? minute. We got to be yeah, very yeah. clear about that. They did something really fascinating with the battery here. Yeah. Zach, why don't you point in, punch in right here? See where the seat is here? Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. See the seat here? In any car, you have to have the seat to be able to package a car. 
but you got to also have place to package your feet. Well, they take the opportunity to put more battery capacity underneath the seat while still maximizing a place to package your feet. That opens up a couple of things here. Notice it's completely flat here, even though this is a seven-seat SUV. Yeah. It's got, the best way to describe it is like the stow-and-go from like Chrysler minivans. Yeah, like a and minivan they, feature. They do it in the second row as well as in the third row, and the second row can move backwards and forwards. Yeah, which is, and it's comfortable too. I, I've said in this prototype, they have two prototypes here at the show. Uh, but I, I was reading between the lines when they were launching this, you know, unveiling this, and they called out, they had a big shape on the screen. Yeah. And it almost looked like a Suburban or a Tahoe to me. Yeah. So I think they're calling GM out a little bit because they're, they're the kings of three-row SUVs, yeah. right? And this one won't tow as much as a Tahoe, about 6,000 pounds, but still a lot of payload, 1,500 pounds of payload, they said, on their new Gravity. Well, as part of that presentation, it was all on the screen up here, they were teasing. It's, you guys, some of your audience may not be old enough to remember this, but when Steve Jobs first introduced the iPhone, yes. he was like, an iPod, uh, a phone, a computer, an iPod, a phone, how a about, computer. How about combining? And it all came together yes. in one graphic. Yes. That was the exact same thing they did here. They showed the Tahoe. Then they showed a, a Bronco. Like an original Bronco. Original Bronco, yeah. and then they showed an Urus, and they put it all together. And also like a Range Rover. Yes. A classic Range Rover was in there. Put them all together, and yeah. that became the, the gravity. And if you look back here, I mean, look at what they've done. Anybody that's seen a Lucid on the street, the design language is there, the DNA is there. So they're accentuating the width by having this horizontal line here, but then notice they pick up the uh, in the case of the sedan, it would be a C-pillar, which this is, but in an SUV, this is a D-pillar, but it's the same overall, not just design language, but tactile feel. It's a stainless steel, which gives it a, I would argue, a more, a more rich feel. To me, it's, it separates it from like a Tahoe. Totally. And look how, it's not super tall. No, not at all. This is, Like I I'm mean, six foot. Yeah. Look at this. I mean, it's lower than you are. Yeah. Can we so, open the door here? Can you open Not, the door here? Other side. On, okay. the, on the other side, okay. And by, by the way, so th they said these are gonna be available at the end of 2024. Something uh, really important we gotta to touch upon now. Price. Price. And yeah. which, which version of that SUV will come first? So that's a huge thing. Why don't we stand over here? Well, actually, let's go to the front, Zach, of yeah. this car so they can see it while we're talking. So anybody that understands Lucid has followed Lucid because Lucid's had an interesting history, short history. Yeah. They're only uh, been around since 2007. Peter Rawlinson basically left Tesla after he was the chief engineer of the Model S and created two, um, Lucid to kind of fix some of the wrongs that Tesla. And at least he was he very engineering focused. He's right? an engineer. Yeah, yes. He's an engineer. Yes. He's an engineer. So. Yeah. When you're an engineering-focused company, maybe you don't make the best business decisions. And one of the unfortunate business decisions that they would admit to, the first car that they came out with in, in the sedan. It's, it was a sedan was, over there. A, it was a sedan, but more importantly, it was the most expensive version. It was $250,000. So here's a situation where they're saying the basic pricing of this, and come around, Zach, and show them the front of the car, the basic pricing is going to be 80000 US. When you compare it to a GLS, a Mercedes GLS, oh my God. which Nathan got to drive and yes. we didn't, um, that's about the same price. But I spoke to some of the folks at Lucid, 
and they didn't confirm which one's going to be the first, but they did say it's going to follow the Air, which means probably it's going to be the more expensive one. And first. this is like the Dream Edition we're standing next to here. This is the prototype, right? Which so it will Dream, be a fancier. It was 250 grand, but it was also more horsepower. It was a thousand horsepower. Was crazy. So if I'm giving some feedback to Lucid. Let's start with the cheaper ones first. Because or at least not the most expensive one. Something. Yeah, like, something. okay. I mean, you're a bigger spender than I am. <laughs> you know, maybe you could sport the 120 grand for a family car. I sure. can't. But let's start with the cheaper ones. Because at this point, I don't know about you guys. I know that Roman's kind of a fan of these things. Nathan's kind of a fan of these things. I love them. Because it's one of the few cars, whether it's electric or gas, the driving dynamics is killer. And the reason why the driving dynamics is killer, the guy who runs driving dynamics for this company and everybody else who tune these cars all have BMW M cars they track on the weekends. And that DNA makes it to here. Yeah, and the low center of gravity, the batteries packaged low. Yeah. And the motors are very compact and power it's dense. It's not just that the batteries are packaged low. They, they do that all in-house. Actually, uh, kind of a kind of a unique occurrence or really timing of this. Last week, I went to visit the guys at Yasa. Yasa is a wholly owned subsidiary of Mercedes-Benz and they make a pancake motor. So a 250 horsepower electric motor that weighs 20 kilograms, that's this. And it's that thin. It's that thin. Yeah. And it was started as a, as a PhD project. Uh, Dr. Tim, who pulled it out of Oxford, turned it into a company. They are making these small motors transforming the EV car. You and I could debate about infrastructure and grid, but the only other company doing that is Lucid. They make their own motors, they make their own batteries, to the point where they supplied the batteries to Formula E. And also, they're here and they're, they're built in Arizona. They're built right? in Arizona, the company's based in Fremont, California. Yes. And there's a design studio here in Southern California as well. Yeah, so it's U.S.-based yeah. production, which yeah. is important. This, also. And that's this is this is the man himself. This is the man that runs design at Lucid. This is Derek. Uh, many uh, alumni of Audi, Volkswagen Group, uh, as well as Mazda. This is the the N D Miata was under his tutelage. Thank you, sir. Congratulations. Thank you. Really Good appreciate you, it. Man. We're going to be driving some cool cars here and I soon. Okay, what do you want so, to do now? So, yeah, so well, let's go somewhere else. So bar none, this was the highlight, uh, the Absolutely. big attraction of this yeah. show. But, you know what, let's ask the audience, comments below. Do you like this, not like this? Do, do the proportions work? Is it a tall yeah. wagon? Is it an SUV? Is it a crossover? You know, I got one answer, but I'm not gonna give it away with the audience. Oh, okay. something we have to point out. Dave, come here. Come here, Dave. This is Dave Butchko. Hello, Dave. Guys, hey. Dave Butchko is like the hero behind the scenes. He worked for BMW for like 80 years. Oh, he retired from there. Oh, man. And we were doing so well up to that point. And he was going to go play golf like everybody else. But then his doctor says, you know what? For your health, you should probably work. I, was more, I think it was my wife. For, it was more for her, for <laughs> she her wanted, she wants you out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is so this now, your birthday? It's yeah. his birthday. Yes, it is. This is a hell of a birthday present. So happy yeah. birthday, Dave Thank Butchko. You. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for everything, sir. Congratulations. Great Thank work you. on this. All right. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay, okay. we're going to leave now. Sophie but we're not Bay. done, of course. Sophie and Bay. And everybody, Sophie and Bay. A red line, red yeah, line. Yeah. Red line is red here. Red line reviews. Okay. There he is. Uh, we got to run over to Ford briefly. GTD. Please, yes. open, please, GTD. Yes. Be careful. We need to uh, do a hurdle. Okay, here we go. Do a hurdle. Okay, one, two, jump.
Never in my life. What? Did I, did I think I would say 911, GT3 RS, and Mustang in the same sentence? But that has happened. Do, are we allowed to talk that uh, about the recent purchase? We can talk already? about my recent purchase, yeah, which you're yeah. going to drive soon. Be careful. You're walking backwards. Oh, I, I don't want to hit this guy. Yeah. Um, you just purchased a new Porsche 911 GT3. GT3 Touring. Touring. Touring, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And there is the direct competitor. Well, actually, this is well, the direct look, to the RS. But, uh, yes, because the, this GTD Mustang is more intense, more expensive, maybe even. Uh, yeah, they're thinking three hundred thousand dollars yeah, for this. Yeah. For a Mustang. Yes. Now, let, maybe we should show them why it's three hundred thousand for a Mustang. A lot of this is made of exotic materials. It's basically made of frankincense and myrrh. You know, some of the body panels are carbon fiber. Some of the body panels are composite. It's got this crazy wing in the back, much like a GT3 RS has, where that does indeed provide the most amount of downforce, but also stability in the car that works in conjunction with the diffusers down here. Yeah, and it's crazy because it's a supercharged V8 car with a transaxle. Let's show uh, them that. Yeah, let's they show them it that. Here. It's over here. It's very loud here, by the way. Yeah, four Sorry about to get some excitement here. Sorry about Hi, this. Hi, how are you? So we're walking over to a display that shows the transaxle, which is basically the transmission, right? So the, what the, yeah, the transaxle means it's a transmission in the back. Yes. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the weight distribution more perfect. So they're going to have this crazy motor in the front, or the engine, I should say, technically, because it's well, gasoline. 800-something like horsepower. Ridiculous. Right? And it's a V8. Yes. So we're not talking a flat six, but it's a no. direct competitor no. to a GT3 RS. And they're putting all the weight in the rear. And notice, this is some of the exotic materials they use in the construction of even the drive shaft. But then I want to point out, Zach, punching on this, this it's like artwork, not because it's just a transaxle and they're trying to reposition weight, but look at the casting, how beautiful the casting is on this thing. Yeah, and also suspension, dude. We have oh to point God. to the suspension. Yeah. They worked with uh, Multimatic, right? Well, actually, this and, and is not just working with Multimatic. These cars will be made by Multimatic, yes. like the 2017 to 2020 Ford GTs. Yeah. We, we gotta go because gotta walk uh, it's away. very loud in here. While we're um, while we're walking away, yes. let's tell them a fun fact. Let's get away from here. Okay, so also Ford just unveiled at the show the California Special Mustang, and I did a unique video just about oh, we'll the California talk about that Special. Time, yeah, yes. We'll talk about a different video. Yeah, so it's a different video. By the way, check out oldtfl.com and Motorman Moto TV. TV. All one word. Motorman yes. TV. Motorman TV. Word. So check out for more details. Yes. Uh, One, uh, while we're walking, a fun fact about yes. the Multimatic Ford partnership. Yes. So Ford, they made the, the 20, 2017 to 2020 GTs, and you saw them in many different colors. You saw them in like white with blue stripes, yeah. and black and gray and all that kind of stuff. All of those body panels were painted elsewhere, off-site. Only one color was painted in-house at Multimatic, and that was the Heritage Livery Edition, the basically the Gulf Livery Blue. Yeah, and oh, by the way, I mean, Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, he's very passionate about that car. That car exists because of Jim yes. Farley. You know, this is actually an interesting age we're living in. It's a good point you brought up. I'd say for the past 20 years, it's been kind of like a resurgence of the golden age of cars, but there are two cars that exist today because of one man. 
you've got this one because of Jim Farley yeah. and the GR Corolla because of Akio Toyota. Yeah. The only reason that car exists is because his name is on the door. Well, they're using their executive yeah. powers to actually get their enthusiast vehicles to us. I did a, uh, this is a shameless plug, I did a chi uh, an interview with the chief engineer of the GR Corolla, you can see that on my channel. Um, and he says to me on camera, I've, I've been the chief engineer of many cars before, but I've never had so much interaction with uh, Akio Toyota yeah. than with this car. Yeah. So he was very focused very, on very making special. that car right. Um, Where do you want we, to go now? Uh, Kia. Okay. Because uh, I'm just trying to figure out. Oh, no, Sorrento. Uh, Didn't Sorrento or something got Yes, updated. well, there's Sorrento, but there's also concepts. Can we walk around this we'll way? We'll walk around this way. Yeah. Following you. So because still, I mean, we talked about a supercharged V8 car. We talked about the electric SUV. Yeah. But Kia is doing both. They're yeah. unveiling uh, a refreshed Sorrento, which is their bread and one of their bread and butter as, uh, crossovers. SUVs. One of my fellow world car people visiting from Dubai. Hello. Actually, daughter of world car here. Yeah. She's an intern for one of our world car awards jury members. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. You can check us out. Actually, world car of the year, world world luxury car of the year last year was the Lucid Air. There you go. There you go. Come on. Oh, this way. This way. Wait, oh, this wait, way. Okay. This way. Um, Kia is doing both. They're unveiling. Uh, well, they have a couple of electrified concepts, yeah. and they're extending their electrified lineup, right? And they're looking to extend it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in a minute, I'll show you, and you could... Uh, the updated Sorento. Yeah, the updated Sorento is also here. talk about the way the EV9 drove? Because I drove it. Is that, is that uh, what I for us to talk about? Zach, producer, shake your head or shake, not shake your head. You don't want to talk about it? Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. I don't okay. think we're allowed to. We will not talk about Embargo. it. Embargo. Because Zach says no, and if you go against Zach, you will end up buried in the uh, in the foothills of Boulder. Or or in the Pacific Ocean. You'll end up down uh, the no, bottom. No, it's the foothills of Boulder, because he lives up there. So, so look, they're they're showing concept of the small electric vehicles. Is this the, what is this, the K5? E, EV, EV3. EV3, EV4. Okay. Wow. Uh, so they like that naming nomenclature. Okay. So EV9 is hiding in the back. Right, so that's which EV9. is a good sized vehicle. I can now tell you yeah. that after driving it. Yeah, uh, but this—they're showing kind of uh, more compact versions so of their cars. Do you think that design language, in terms of that proportion, will come to existence? You've been doing you know, this long enough to know. You know, so I would say very likely, yeah. in my opinion, because Kia and Hyundai and Genesis. They've been pushing the design absolutely very, very hard. We're going to go this and, way. Yes, Zach says go this Excuse way. Excuse us. Uh, they've been pushing the design very, very hard, and they're bringing almost what appears to be oh, just concepts to life. Just look at the production vehicle this there. This looks like a Stinger and an EV6 had a baby. Yes, there's something going on in the rear section of this car that I don't I, quite understand. You say you don't understand it. I personally do not like it. It's, it looks like someone designed the front is not the same person that designed the rear. You know what? I, Let's throw this to the audience. Yes. Is it just me, or am I the only one that sees the the luxury car that the baddie drove in RoboCop, the original Paul Verhoeven uh -huh. RoboCop, the 6000 SUX? I remember. Think? Was that Sandra Bullock? No, that no, no. that was Judge Dredd. Great movie. See where his mind goes. You see, he's a married man with two kids. See where his mind goes. So I couldn't do this with Roman. I just do oh, the old jokes. With I was him. thinking about demolition. Oh, by man. the way, Roman, can we just say? Wish Roman a speedy yeah. recovery. Uh, Roman really wanted to be here yeah. very, very so badly. So normally do this with him. Yes. And I, have fun with him. 
but you know, I wish him a speedy recovery because you know he's got a new car to drive as well. Yeah, he does. And uh, by the way, he's back in the office. Yeah. So he's recovering. So thank you for yes. your concern as well. And um, actually, Nathan, I just want to say something else. Yes. It's his turn to have gone to the hospital and be under the weather. But when I got hit by a car and was literally, I lived in a hospital for a month, unsolicited, Roman's the one, he called me unsolicited and didn't even give me an option. It was, the guys and I are going to do three videos for you. And just, I'm yeah. very grateful for yeah. that. So That's the kind of guy yeah. Roman is. Awesome. Yeah. So quickly, Sorrento, and Sorrento. then we need to switch uh, where we are. Excuse me, Nick. So, uh, Motorman, I, I did yes, a I did a special video. Let's let's focus here. I did a special video describing the Sorento. So this update. is the XRT. No, you're thinking about Hyundai. Oh yes, the Hyundai. Yes. So no, no, this is what they call the X Pro. X Pro. But it's still a little bit off-road capable. Is it really off-road capable? But look at the tires. So okay, so 18s, so, which the Lucid doesn't have. Right. Uh, and these are uh, are they wild trail peaks? terrain. Oh, uh, yeah. Trail Terrain TA, BF Goodrich, which has pretty decent bite. And remember, you know, we were just recently at a Toyota event mm -hmm. and the new Tacoma has the similar tread design, the Trail Terrain. So if that's, that's why I'm saying yeah. it's a little bit more off-road capable. So in your world, meaning Colorado, yes. could you do real off-roading with this? Yes, and, but there's a limiting factor to the gravity there's a limiting factor, it's the ground clearance. Okay. Right, how much ground clearance do you have? Because you can have the most amazing oval drive system and the greatest tires. Yeah. But if you're scraping your belly yeah. and nose on everything, then... So the gravity does something interesting now that they've switched to the air ride. I did confirm with Derek who you met there. It actually, in the normal mode, it's 6.3 inches of ground clearance, but can go up to, he didn't give me the exact number, but I'm guessing, if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly, high eights, maybe even nine. Which, which is kind of a crossover. Which is area. a crossover. We're not yeah. talking about Wrangler territory here, yeah. right? Wranglers Definitely have 11 not. or 12 inches of ground clearance. Yeah. They're really yeah. up there. So how about this? We need to transfer to another hall. So should we Do just we clap? Uh, yes. Okay. Wait. One, two, three. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And we're back. But not just back. Buick is alive and well <laughs> at car shows. Okay. Did you think that would happen? No. This no. is not just any Buick, this is a Buick Grand National, and not just any Grand National. This is called the Dark Knight, which is a resto mod. Now, you can see some details in here. It's lowered, it's on HREs, custom made for the car. Oh my goodness. It's got carbon fiber, not a hood scoop, the bump like they had in the original hood of the car. It's got half Recaro's inside the car. The original dash that's been updated with full leather covering, contrast stitch, and race gauges like in a Porsche. This is and, a Buick. And big fat tires too in the back. On an 87 Buick with a factory T-top roof, as well as carbon fiber fairings on the original sport mirrors from General Motors. Now, yes. this is all the good news. Are you ready for the bad news? What's that? What's missing from the LA Auto Show 2023? Uh, Stellantis. 
Well, uh, something else. More the entire company is missing. No, way more important than that. Let's walk while uh, Porsche. This. Porsche. Are we in the Porsche We're Pavilion? We're in Petrie Hall, which is this. So, uh, all joking aside, Porsche, this is their biggest market, single market. So they would take a major hall in yes. the LA Auto Show. Yeah, which is this entire space. And what they've done is they've replaced it with Kevin Hart's car collection. And you can clearly see the man likes resto mods. Here we have uh, a C1 Corvette. Basically, this one is a complete resto mod with the details of we've got the original design of the wheel, but notice it's, I'm thinking it's probably an 18 that's there. It's much and larger. Than, much larger yeah. that probably from back in the day it was on 13s or 14s. And notice it's a radial tire. Obviously it's a crate motor and they've changed details in the front of the car, not just the color. This is, this is like the color that it was originally born with, but they've gone and they've put these LED headlamps. Now, uh, something important, let's go over yes. here. I want to show you the piece de resistance here. This is all lovely, but I still would rather have and Porsche here. And by the way, we're walking by a Ferrari super fast because that's, we because don't care. Because yeah, we, we don't care. Ferrari? Yeah. Who wants to see a Ferrari no, when I, they can see a this. Mopar? But this is not just any Mopar. This is a Charger, not just any Charger. This is Hellraiser. Now, why is Hellraiser important? You look at this and you think it's got a very odd paint job. Is this a wrap, by That's, the way? It's not a wrap. Yes. What that is, it started life as an original Charger. The, the company that builds these cars, they've built, I believe, three of them at this point. The yes. plan is to build six. And what they do is they take the body panels off the original Charger, make a buck out of the body panels, and then create carbon fiber body panels that are exact replicas of the original body panels, and then put them on the actual unibody of the original car and build a resto mod. That's now insane. again, why is this car important? This car came before Hallucination. You guys know Hallucination because that's... Ralph Gilles' car? He built the same car, the yes. same people built this car, built Ralph's car, and I'd argue, you know, look at some of the details here, it's different. Obviously, it's more gloss carbon fiber in this car. He's got uh, the glass, is a, it's not flush, but it's more flush. Ralph did a more sympathetic restoration of this car, where his wheels are, uh, it's a reinterpretation of the original design on the original car. And then if you look at the front of Ralph's car, yes. it's different than this one here. Hallucination, the grill looks like the original grill, but he takes all of the lighting from the Hellcats and has like the open, the sole. Little halo, the right? The halo, yeah. the opening to the sole of the car. And then what's that thing called at the bottom? You, you, you had the name for it? The chin spoiler? No, the light. The Fratzog, is that what is that? Oh, the Fratzog is the, is, the, is the kind of triangular yes. logo, basically, the so Fratzog. Ralph did another reinterpretation of the Fratzog, and his car has a Fratzog logo built into the light like it was originally. And then if that wasn't enough, the gauges on Hallucination have the gauges from a Hellcat. And of course, Ralph is current head of design for Stellantis. Oh, yeah. Global, right? He's like, head, so. he's like head of the five crime families. All right, so now we need to clap again. Because we're wait, going wait, to where? Wait, where are we, we're you know, going? Wait, it is a surprise. Yeah, surprise. And welcome to the world of Galpin. Thank you. This is not the world I'm usually in. It's because Galpin is a Los Angeles, I'd say, phenomenon. They're a car dealership group. 
obviously one of the largest Ford dealerships in the world. Also Porsche Santa Clarita, wonder where I got my car, uh -huh. and many other dealerships. Okay. One of them actually being announced here is Zenvo. This is a Danish car manufacturer. And when I say a Danish car manufacturer, this is a very, very bespoke car. Meaning Whoa. they are only going to make 50 of each of these, the Aurora. Now, what's the difference? Is it just red and blue? No, it turns out there's a version, kind of like, you know, there's a GT3 and a GT3 Touring. Uh -huh. Think of this as the GT3 RS, where this is called the Agile. They do a version, actually, the name is in, in Danish. I can't pronounce it properly, okay. but in English, it's called the Agile. This is the lightest one. Take a guess how much this thing weighs. This car weighs, and by the way, this is like an exotic mid-engine hypercar looking thing. Not just mid-engine. Uh, 1850 horsepower from a 6.6 12 cylinder v12 quad turbo uh, um this car weighs approximately 3,000 pounds you know what i'm impressed you're close what, what? but you know what price is right rules you have gone over so you fail oh 2,866 pounds for this one here with the v12 with the v12 and four turbochargers it's That's just, nuts. Now, granted, I'll, you can look at it and you can see it's all made of exotic materials. A lot of carbon fiber, not just dressed up carbon fiber. You've got composite material here, which covers the engine. We see some of the suspension system that's similar to that GTD we, we talked about where this is taking some of the racing technology that Multimatic has kind of pioneered, and they've done their own homegrown version. But then you look at the front of the car. Zach, why don't you show them in the front? Yeah, we need to go low on this one. We gotta go really low. This car is fascinating because it's not just the form, it is form follows function. So they've taken some design cues from F1 where they're literally rooting the air through the car to A, push the car down on the ground more, and B, get the air through there more efficiently. If you can see up here in this, the Agile, notice it's open, the wheel arch is open, and yeah. you can see the ducting, the carbon fiber ducting, to run the air to cool the brakes. You don't have that on the Touring model. This one does weigh more, but they're both 1,850 horsepower, and they're going to be available it's for purchase, and put on the road, I believe, in 2025 or 2026. This is almost, I mean, like F1 technology goes to the street, right? I Very mean, much so. And I mean, the, speaking of F1 technology, it's not exactly uh, a CARES system they've got on here. There is an electric motor because the car is made in the EU, and in order to be able to homologate it for sale in the EU, there has to be an electric motor. So there is a small electric motor between the engine and the transmission that gives it, believe it or not, an all-electric driving range of 27 miles. Which is fine to cross Paris, right? You can cross Paris uh, Really or slow something. traffic. You okay. probably can. Can we can, see something else? Yeah, let's go press on. Uh, how about we do something more practical, Zach? Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, while we're going there, can I point out some unique Porsches, specifically a 928 convertible? Whoa. If that does not say 80s, I don't know what does. And it's blue interior, I mean, multicolor interior and convert, oh my goodness. So one of the fascinating things about Bo, so Bo is the proprietor of Galp and the overall group. Okay. 1,700 employees, so this is a large dealership group. Bo has an affinity for unusual colors, as you can see here. This, yeah. Uh, that 4 GT over there, which is, what would you call that color? I would call it, but, well, it's purplish. It's purplish. Yeah.
Um, Bo is a big fan of purple cars. That is his personal Ford GT. Uh, like he, like they do a, a great cars and coffee. Where they have a thousand cars come to the Porsche Santa Clarita cars and coffee every month. Uh -huh. First Saturday of the month, you should come join us. Um, he drives this car personally there. And then as you can see, the purple theme continues with some of the Porsches over there. Yeah, you can kind of see them stacked yeah. up in a row. Uh, you can see that wonderful 911 over here, Galpin 911. Um, basically a 964. This actually won at Rens Rensport for restoration. This very unusual color here. Is um, that the 930 you're, you're talking about? This is a slant nose 930. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was a slant nose. So Flachtbau, they would call that. And then uh, for those of you that are shopping for a new car, would you like a Sport Classic? If so, there's one available. I believe it's $550,000. Do you want to see something more, more practical? Uh, uh, yeah, let's see something with four doors, maybe. Yes. And then uh, you guys probably, if, you, if you're car guys, you know about Galpin Autosports. A lot of customization, not just here in Los Angeles, but they've yeah. been on TV for years. They do this unique customization of all these different Fords, Aston Martins, Land Rovers. And we have to be here because there's just a lot of eye candy here. Yes. Just, just amazing stuff. So here, speaking of eye candy, believe it or not, that's a Lotus. Whoa. It's you, their new SUV. Do you want to try to pronounce the name of this? No, I, I dare not yeah. pronounce The name this. is tough. I personally think it's called the Electra because I want to believe that Buick is back. That's our theme for today's episode. Buick is back <laughs> at the LA Auto Show. Okay. It's not Electra. I think it's Electra uh -huh. or Electra. Yeah, it's Electra. Tra, tra. Yeah, because okay. as you know, I've owned two Lotuses. Lotus, uh, they have this tradition of naming their cars after an E. And in this case, they're trying to uh, bring about uh, in combination of the world, meaning the changing of the world, I think, is the direction they're going with this. Yeah. And so what this is, uh, is, a, f is a, a, a crossover. So this is a totally new platform for Volvo. Uh -huh. What am I saying, Volvo? Notice I slipped well, up there. Well, they're when getting you, some was, of the platform. That was a slip. That was a slip. Yeah. I gave it away a little bit. So as you guys know, Lotus is owned by Geely like Volvo is owned by Geely. So some of the EV platform comes from, I don't want to give it away. And also Polestar. Comes from Polestar, yeah. yeah. So what they've done here, this is actually a unique design. It's a love it or hate it design. I was recently just in England, saw a bunch. Can I ask you guys just to stand over here? Sorry. I want to get a clear shot of the car. Um, you look at the back, and this is the most unique part about it because they've got this separated spoiler up front and then active arrow back here. Why do they have the active arrow? Output on this is kind of ridiculous. So there are three different versions. There's a 600 horsepower, and there's another 600 horsepower, and there's something like, a, like a, almost a 905 horsepower version. Then they have one, going back to the bottom one, the torque is 700 pounds of torque, 700 pounds of torque, and then over 900 pounds of torque. So um, this will be a quick, I mean, it's in theme with the latest This is like an high performance. Yeah. that's electric. Yes. And then speaking of the architecture of the vehicle, it's a, um, it's the architecture, it's a 112 kilowatt hour battery. And what's fascinating about this, it's 800 volt architecture. So like an Ionic 5, so, it'll charge in yeah. 20 minutes to 80%. So it's similar to the Gravity in a way because, well, the Gravity is a larger vehicle with three rows. Yes. But the Gravity, they listed about 800 horsepower up, yeah. upwards of that. Yeah. And also 900 volt architecture for the Gravity. So, yeah. So similar. And I've got a lot of experience charging on DC with Lucid's and I have 
indeed confirmed that 900 volt architecture does make a difference. I've gone from 10 to 80% in 18 minutes on a grand touring air. I don't know what this one will be, but I'd, be lo I'd love to try it when I get a chance. It's also doing a squat. So it's kind of a launching. In, Something tells uh, me the air ride is higher or whatever suspension yeah. they've got on it. Um, it's just set higher than it should be. Let's, uh, can you give us a minute here, guys? But, Let's take a look at the interior. Definitely a departure for Lotus. You can look, I mean, it's got kind of leather everywhere. I don't want to say it's got tons of screens. Notice it's got those little slits of a screen on either side yeah. of the dash. So it's got a passenger screen. But then, of course, in today's day and age, you got to have the laptop which I don't love. And then they've done the British thing where the cup holders are flush with the console, but then push down. And then of course, like Bentley, you've got the knurling around the console and it's also on the toggle switches too, once you punch in on that, Zach. So I want to ask the audience something, because yeah. we like to do that we do. Uh, during the podcast. You know, in a, in a way, would you agree that the Porsche Cayenne really helped Porsche brand oh, it, and it, the latest 911s. Without the Cayenne, I hate to admit it, but that's the truth. Is this happening here? Is this a crossover Lotus so, that could help thing. us with cars like this? I don't know. Okay. If I'm a betting man, I don't think so. Because it's kind of, in the late 90s when the, when the, the Cayenne was introduced, that was an inflection point. And no one else SUVs had done it were before. Very hot. They yes. were hot, but no company like this did an SUV. Now we're 25 years later, and Lotus, Lamborghini, Bentley, and, and do you now really Ferrari need? almost is crossing there as well. Yeah, but that's more of a that's kind of a long car. Yes. That's kind of a long car. I mean, that's more like a station wagon. I got kind of lost because yes. of, uh, producer Zach is pushing us along, but. Yes. Let's close this area out with, you know what, let's put this out to the audience. Yes. Do you think this is going to turn Lotus around? With that, let's clap into... And now we are in the Toyota booth in a different hall. Completely. We're in the yes. south hall. And, and this is ginormous space. But before we move on to the very important sedan, which is the 2025 Toyota Camry, I forgot to ask you how much the Lotus SUV was. So that basic one, yeah. the 600 horsepower car with a 700 pounds yeah. of torque? That car is going to be about 111,000 US. That's equivalent. That's okay, what it is for okay. taking UK money. Yeah. You don't know what the actual US pricing is. The one with the crazy like 985 pounds of torque, the R, it's going to be about 150,000 US. So not that cheap, but it's Lotus territory. That's a yes, lot of money no. for Lotus. Yes. Like, to give you an idea, on a lease back in the day when they were new, yes. not that long ago, they were 50,000. To 70, I, I remember US. this was like early 2010s or even not. 2005 is when 2005, they first came to the US. Yes. 2002 was when they were introduced in the UK. I want to show this car because um, it's a color we haven't seen yet. No, right? this and is we the, both shot this car. Yes, we both filmed this car. This is a 2025, all, they call it all new Toyota Camry. But well, is it really all new? Oh, we, we don't know, but, but they're doing something pretty special because it's all going to be hybrid now, all yes. hybrid. And uh, some of our audience members, uh, when we published the first video about the new Camry, they, they said they were missing the V6. The V6 is gone. It's going to be front-wheel drive hybrid with about 220-ish. 225 horse. horsepower. Yes. And then all-wheel drive, uh, somebody's laughing from above. Because they're about to do a presentation, so we should move along. Okay. But I just wanted to, to say, this is an important car. Currently, about 10% of these cars sold are hybrids. They want to take it to 100% hybrid. 
Not want to, that's what they're going to do because all yes. anything you want as long as it's hybrid. Yes, and, and it's going to be like we said, all-wheel drive as well. And they could sell upwards of 300,000 of these a year, which is a lot. This is still the number one volume car in the U.S., bar none, yeah. even with people buying RAV4s, Ford buying away. Nissan Rogues yes. and Fords and all that kind of stuff. But Ford walked away from sedans. Shall we share yes. while we're walking yes. to the next important thing okay. here? While we're walking Let's out go. here, because they just threw us out. This is what happens when we shoot a video. They're trying to do their presentation to the people who are here at the car show. But, Shall we share but it's a press happened? day. This is a press day and for journalists. I would agree, and they shouldn't be doing this. Yes. Shall we share what happened two nights ago at the hotel? What happened? Oh! Tell them what we, happened. We, uh, we Which will never happen for Roman because he doesn't smoke cigars. We were, we were visiting with chief engineers at Toyota because... Engineers, plural. Yes, because we were also there for the Tacoma. Yes. The most... Uh, by the way, Tacoma is here. The new Just, one. You can see it. That's a limited. Yeah, another, that's time, another time we're seeing but, a new color. Yes, that's a very nice white, uh, premium white color, right? Hey, oh, right. sharp there. And uh, wow, it's so loud in here. Yes, yeah, we got to get away from Because um, we have to go for something special and for Tommy. You asked the question to the Toyota engineers, and yes. you said, what if there was a Camry GR? A high-performance Camry, because now they have electric motors, yep. all-wheel drive. You can make it a little bit more rear-biased. The electric motor is the is the rear drive, is yes. the all-wheel drive. So there's no mechanical connection between the front yes, and sir. the rear. What did they say? They said, funny, we can actually do it, but more importantly, what we didn't tell you, and no one else, this is an exclusive here at TFL, the electric motors are revised, the inverter is different, and they're delivering power completely different in this hybrid system than the previous hybrid system. So it's still, for the avoidance of doubt, hybrid synergy drive, meaning it has the two electric motors in the front. It's not like the one motor that's right. in the Tundra. But here, now they, they're controlling the power more efficiently is what the engineer was telling us. And that means they can increase performance and keep the same uh, exactly. MPG, right? He said that you can only put a, there's, a, there's a finite amount of energy you can pull out of the battery at any one time. So they'd be capped without changing the architecture of the system completely, meaning put a, a yet another different inverter. Yeah, and different, even even the wiring, right? Because yes. the size of the wire yeah. matters to get so the current. So for the folks who don't know EVs, the inverter is what controls the electric motor. It controls the power delivery from the, the battery into the electric motor. So that has to change to make a more performance-oriented car or SUV. Yeah, and, and then they said, to make it a GR Camry, which by the way, they did not announce, there's not no announced. such thing, but they could change the size of the motor if it's possible. So so let's put, let's put this to your audience now because I put it to my audience. Would you guys pay extra and how much for a GR Camry? And for the avoidance of that, we're talking about retune the electric motor in the back where it's more rear drive biased figure instead of 232 horsepower from the all-wheel drive how about 300 horsepower and then change the tuning of the suspension how much would you want that and how much would you pay by the would way by the way we don't know the starting price of the new camera yet so you want to guess 30 22 32 discounted 27 how, how do you know that's a guess it's me guessing what's this this is the latest nismo what is this? This is a robe and pajamas. 
So while Toyota is introducing an entirely new Camry and Lucid is introducing an entirely new SUV that transforms SUV, this is what Nissan is introducing at the LA Auto Show. But you know what? This feels really nice. This, this robe feels nice. It's pretty gangster. Um, this was designed, this is designer pajamas. This yeah, is some not, guy from LA. Yeah, this is not just standard stuff. Uh, by the way, I think Tommy would love this. Because, you know, he does watch that schlock reality TV with his now fiance. Congratulations, buddy. But stop watching that bad TV. See, this is Nismo pajamas. Double line. Oh, it says it right there. Nismo. I think we should do a contest and Roman should pay for these pajamas and give them away to somebody. What do you think? Well, this is, uh, you know, we're in holiday season now. This is a great gift. Yeah, great gift for, for Christmas. Um, I would almost pay money to see Tommy in this. Do a whole, actually, would you guys pay money? Like, do like the super thanks to see Tommy do an episode in this? And if so, with what car? Uh, that car. Okay. Maybe the Z or the GTR Nismo or the Z Nismo. Well, how about this? How about we get two sets of the pajamas. It's Tommy and Nathan doing yes. an episode in the pajamas. Yes. That's, uh, please, a thumbs up. Thumbs this, up for that. Yeah. Okay, where are we going now? Uh, well, we got to touch on something because this is not a truck show. Oh, this is an important thing for you. But yeah. I, I'm a truck yeah. guy. So I wanted to touch on the hard body frontier. Yeah. And also they introduced a facelifted Rogue here, which is Very highly exciting. important. Highly important. Very exciting. So they introduced the Nissan Frontier hard body in uh, Texas at the um, State Fair of Texas. And this is basically a appearance package. Yeah. But wheels directly from 1987. Love the wheels. Look at the wheels. Super cool. They, they brought it. They brought it to production here. So it's a special package, including these tri-spoke. I love blocks. those wheels. Yes. Remember the Xterra from back in the day? Oh my gosh. Oh man. So. It's on sale. I forget exactly. I think it's about three thousand dollar package. How much, the, how much are these things normally? So they have king cab, right? Short cab and crew yeah. cab. So they're between about thirty to forty-five, somewhere in that range. Let's keep walking because we got a lot of distance to cover. Yes. Between now and the next stop. We also have off-roaders on this show. Yes. These are the gentlemen that keep the bed, the booth at Nissan moving. And notice, hello, Mellow Man, and look at the. You can come and see. Here's this is live. Mustache. I'll be here. It's brand new. This, this, this is new for this year. Keeping it in for the whole show. In addition to the robe and the pajamas, we get a new mustache. <laughs> and we get me in the pajamas with the stash. And that's a bit, you know, drop. that's a bridge too far. Okay, okay. <laughs> Alrighty, thanks. So we got to touch on the new Rogue as well. And then we have more we to have see. Do we have to really touch on the new Rogue? Uh, um, we have uh, Hyundai as well. And also yeah. Overland. Overland area. That's a big one. Yes. Well, we got a lot of news at Hyundai. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Do we have to go over the GV80 coupe? Because we, show, we, we, we showed it. We were the, the trendsetters. This is the Rogue. Um, yes. I'm still protesting. We, Why do we need to show this car? Well, it's, it's important because it's in the compact crossover segment. Okay. Uh, the, look at the face of this car. Briefly. 2024 Nissan Rogue. Oh, so they changed the front. It's a bit. A little, it's not yeah. terribly changed. It's not bad, actually. I mean, it's not dramatically changed. What they've done is they've softened this V-nose grille, so the slats go all the way through as opposed to this very harsh band here. Yeah. All righty, let's keep moving. Okay. Where keep are we moving. at? Look, Lexus. can I just say? Ooh. LC 500, baby. One of the most beautiful cars on the planet. 
this is one of those use cases where a concept car almost came to life, came to life Absolutely. right? Just so the man bam. who runs design at uh, uh, Kelty. By the way, we lost Zach. We lost Zach because he likes LC. He has good taste. <laughs> Zach has good taste. Okay. Uh, the man who runs design at uh, Toyota Kelty, which is their design studio, they have two of them, one in Ann Arbor, one in Newport Beach, California. He, that is his sketch that became that car. And that car was, there was, it wasn't even a plan to make it. It was just an exercise of, let's just have some fun in the studio. And then Akio Toyota came to the studio and said, what the hell is that? And now it's a car. Bam. Yeah. Can I uh, say that's super cool? I know you did dude, 85 videos on this car already. This is a Lexus GX, the new one, the GX 550. By the way, it looks like they're unveiling the new wheels on it. This is pretty cool. So this, let me ask yeah. you an honest yeah, yeah. opinion. What yeah. do you like better, this or the Land Cruiser? Honestly, oh, the new one? Yeah, between the two, because it's the same car. This. I, th I like this better, this. too. And I don't know, I'm usually not a Lexus person as yeah. far as styling yeah. is concerned. But my goodness, on, man. Channel, man. my goodness, you, man. my goodness, uh, this like, is an amazing. Man. Hello, hello, good to see you. Always watch. Thank you so very much. So what do you guys, comments channel. below. Thanks. You do you like the Lexus design or do you like the Toyota Land Cruiser Sorry, we're recording. While we make our way over to Hyundai, just a quick flyby. We broke the news first here at TFL of the GV80 Coupe, didn't we? Uh, this was a concept in New York. Back in New York, but yes. we broke the news. Yes, we did. And we're breaking the news again. Yes, let's check it out because um, Zach covered this a little bit already. Uh, check out oldtfl.com. And um, yeah, it's the new Coupe, GV80 Coupe. So what does it mean to be a Coupe? Basically, it's less you in your SUV, which makes it look more attractive. And you know, I gotta, Zach, I'm gonna share something with the audience, I'll come around there. I didn't understand these cars. I don't know about you, Andre, I didn't understand, like Connie here, Connie Peters, she's practical, I'm not. She, uh, a, a girl's guide to cars, she's lovely, lives in Vancouver. Did you understand what a coupe was, a, an SUV coupe? Yeah. What was it to you? A sloped roofline. But would you want that over yes. a regular? Why? Why would you want that? Because it's sporty looking. It's, it's stylish. But it's stylish. less usable. It doesn't matter. My kids can like. See, see, this, this is a good bag. mom. This see. is why I like Connie P. Because <laughs> she's got form over function. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're gonna press on. And this Sorry is the, about that. This is the part of girls guy. Interrupting you guys. Scotty Reese. Let's press on to Hyundai. Hi, Scotty. So. Uh, by the way, I, I love that they kept a lot of the concept yeah. swoop up here on the rear the deck. The ducktail is great. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get more technical about this because Connie, basically, she likes things that are pretty. I didn't understand cars like these. Why would you pay more for less utility? And then I realized it. The people that were buying cars like Avalon's, they didn't want an SUV. But when they were offered an SUV that was prettier, they were like, you know what? I'll take the extra utility, but I don't need that much utility and lose beauty. And that's the reason why they sell now. And also, you compared it to a sedan, right? Exactly. This, this is a little bit higher, so it's a little bit easier egress, right? Yep. You could just enter it, uh, go by, you know, in and out easily. So comments below, do you guys like this? Not like this. Yes. Would you buy one of these if you have rugrats and, and, and responsibilities? Andre and I have no responsibility. What are you talking about? I have two kids, like you said. But and you have a buhanka. Your yes. wife lets you get a Bulanka. Yes, she's a beautiful, wonderful wife. Um, you want to touch upon this real quick? Yeah, because I want to do a deep dive into this car. This is yes. a new Ionic 5N. So but, we can do an unusual deep dive yeah. on this car. Why? Because you drove it. I drove this very car. Yes. 
This very car? Not this very car, okay. but I drove a gray one. Yes. So I, I got feedback I'm going to share with you about not just how it drives, not just the power, but something very unique that is a bridge between performance cars today and performance cars in the future. We'll just leave it at that. Beautiful. Okay, leave that's a that. teaser. Um, over here, there's a Sonata. Yes, we got to show a new, them that. There's a new Hyundai Sonata. I did a little research for you. Okay. Zach, Ooh, let's show them the new Sonata. Oh, I love the LED light. So, this, they've picked up the design theme that they've, they're using on the Kona, as well as other Hyundai product. They're trying to get this more familial look to it. What do you think of this? I, um, I like it. I mean, I'm a little bit on the fence about it, but... But why specifically are you on the fence? I, I'm, I'm intrigued to know. So, I love the execution. Like, looking at it up yeah. close, I love the execution of this design. But, I don't know, I, it's maybe not my style making it that wide. And that's the point I'm trying to bring up. This is a design trick. By accentuating, basically exaggerating the line, the horizontal line, you're taking the same vehicle that has the same exact width. They haven't tra changed the track here. Instead, they've made it look visually wider by adding more of a horizontal line, as opposed to like, I'll make it up, the AMG GT. I just drove that car, shameless plug, watch that on my, uh, on my channel. Well, it was a fantastic experience. That car is wider than the SL on which it's based because they changed the track, not the front of the car. There you go. Yeah. So and this, the back, show them the back, the back's changed as well. Let's take a look. Ah, uh, yes. But you know, a lot of manufacturers are now doing this. Yeah. You know, we've seen it, even the new Crown Signia from I Toyota. Like Did you like that? Yeah, I do like that. Is doing something similar, like a line like this. Notice they're picking up the pixelization that was started in the, in the Ionic 5. And then yes. Zach showing the interior. They're picking up the same design theme of having the wraparound single screen. Technically, it's two screens, but it's behind one piece of glass. But notice, unlike Kia, they're keeping hard buttons for all of the controls. And then the other aspect that they changed on this, Andre, you can get the all-wheel drive in the basic 2.5 non-turbo. And by the way, they also have a hybrid of this. They do, which should uh, be able to get the hybrid. Which competes with the Camry hybrid, Yep. which is interesting because it's going to be a really competitive here. Very much so. Yeah. So Let's while keep we're moving. walking here, should we talk about the big news? Yes. Unusual. Why is there an Amazon box? here on the, on the stage. Well, as a matter of fact, I may have an answer for you. What is that? So how do you buy a Tesla today? I go to, to tesla.com, mm -hmm. I configure it or see the inventory, and then it's direct sales, right? Because Tesla, you know, has their own stores and they can mm -hmm. deliver me a car. So Jose Munoz, who runs Hyundai uh, Americas with military precision because he was in the military and all his lieutenants come out of the military, they figured, you know what, we need to get with the program here because people like that. So he's not necessarily going direct. So it's not, you're not buying a car directly from Hyundai, but what you are doing, you are buying a car through Amazon from the dealer. So you spec the entire car and then it's delivered at the dealer. But you're using Amazon using infrastructure uh, website. Same payment system. Yes. So I, my question is, are you putting in your credit card? Do you get your airline points if you buy your $30,000 Hyundai? Think about it, you get a free airline ticket when you buy a car. 
And of course, we're standing next to the, um, the latest redesigned Santa Fe SUV, which now looks more boxy and I total Land Rover than ever. This, total Land Rover. Can I ask? I'd ask what? Zach again. Can I give you driving impressions on this, or is it? Can I not? I yeah. can. So I did. I, I drove this right after I drove the Hyundai Ioniq 5N. Uh, the big takeaway: the, the ride quality on this, not a Hyundai. This is like a mid-size gasoline Mercedes SUV driving dynamics. Really? Not dynamics, ride quality. I am shocked. It's how refined. Good it is. It's your factor. very refined. And like the styling total departure for Hyundai. And the styling is Land Rover. Look at the rear section. Beautiful. And then you got this thing here where Nathan oh. did. He actually he tried went to viral. Because you can't went, get up there. Like, this yeah. is what Nathan did. Everybody said, what if snow and mud gets in here? Yeah, that's what this is for. Isn't it, it closes it, yeah. yes. Would you use this? You as an off-roader? What, you, that, that thing? Yeah, would you actually use Is this a real thing or a gimmick? I'm tall. Yeah, so this I, is... I don't a, need it. You don't need that. But but maybe, like, you know, we talked to Connie. I mean, she's a Connie little bit... Connie would uh, Yeah, so Connie should probably... What do you guys think of this? the back of the car? Um, I... I personally think it this is where it falls down also pixelation pixelation yeah pixelation i'm not in love with this rear end neither am i notice what happens it curves inward at the back and then bows in on the side and you lose some of that stance that's so beautiful in the front of the car uh, i'm not a designer i, I kind of wanted something vertical yeah i would want a vertical and that light. would be more land rover yes yeah um the other thing about the amazon partnership the second thing, all of the coming AI in Hyundai cars, as well as Internet of Things, so all the different apps you'll see moving forward, um, that will be on the Amazon cloud, so AWS. Uh -huh. And then all Hyundais moving forward will be fitted with Alexa as standard. Wow, so it's bigger integration right Much there. Much bigger integration, but basically Amazon is kind of taking Apple and pushing them out. Still going to have Apple CarPlay, but Amazon is kind of the 800-pound gorilla. So really quick, uh, we, we are near the end of our podcast. Not done yet. These always go so quick. Not done yet. If you look this way, there's Honda and Acura. Uh, we've done, I, I did a special video about the Prelude. Oh, can we show it? Let's walk past it. Yeah. Like, yeah do, do, have you seen it already? I've seen it, but I want to show it to them. Okay. Um, so, but there's a deep dive, so we don't have to spend a lot of time okay, there. Yeah. They have the latest electrified Acura machines right here. Is that really an Acura or is that a General Motors product? It's a General Motors. It's, it's a, General a partnership, Motors. yes. Yeah, they do all the... I, I, again, comments below. Is that a value to you guys? Are you, are you open to a Honda product being basically... Or an Acura? Well, Honda product. Yes. Using the architecture of General Motors technology. Because the Honda Prologue... Prologue, I'm sorry. Yeah. Is also a partnership it's with General Motors. Basically, that car. Yes. Uh, but here is the Prelude. I, for one, like this. I'm so happy that we're starting to see some sports cars again. And also fun, having fun. Having, right. Exactly. Yes. You know, so, everything about cars, not just cars, but cars, architecture, food, travel. It's not, you're not buying an airline ticket, you're not buying a car, you're not buying a, uh, a food, you're buying a story. Sell me the dream. This is selling the dream of Honda. People got excited about Hondas back in the day because the Prelude was this cool, affordable two-door car. Granted, it was front-wheel drive, it was practical, it was built on the Accord of its day, basically the bits from the Accord. Yeah. 
But here, we're going to have something that's a hybrid, so maybe they could tune this more to yeah. more of a performance car. And I was trying to remember this because I used to love older generation Preludes, and I spoke to Honda about this, and they said that Prelude used to be their technology demonstrator, mm -hmm. four-wheel steering, mm -hmm. torque vectoring. So now they're bringing back some of that technology, but we don't know any specs. So the only so, thing they've told both of us, it's going to be a hybrid, and it's going to be, be multiple. It's going to be built, and it's going to be multiple markets. We don't know the markets, and we don't know if it's coming here. So not, we don't know that yet. But he didn't say no. But it's in the Los Angeles. Yes. Which, that's a lot of money. So can to we fly this over? It's like thirty grand from Japan. So we can we do a final clap? Final clap. Yes. Ready? One, two, three. And now we are in the land that's familiar to me. This is definitely the land of the Russians. Because this is about overlanding, camping, going, going camping and exploring in big trucks. And look at this, this um, JLTV military chassis has uh, not a winch, but it has some paper towel. The ingenuity of that, that's almost as good as the packaging is lucid that we, we saw at the beginning of the yeah, episode. Yeah, it is. But the reason why I wanted to finish here is because, um, remember we said the auto show is changing. Absolutely. And, and this area used to be a Stellantis area. Yes. Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Let's walk them through over here and show them some Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Yes. And, and here, um, our friends from OVR, it's a new magazine. Yeah. Um, they were able to kind of use some of the space, bring a lot of people together and show off uh, even, you know, these concept vehicles. This is a concept so vehicle. So this is a community organized space is what this is? No, it's OVR magazine organized space. So Sean Holman is part of this, okay. um, you know, truck show podcast. So, so they kind of organized the space. And they've organized tents, which is fitting considering it's downtown LA. Mm. I'm not going to comment. Okay. Just saying. Well, you said the auto show changed. It did change. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of walk through here a little bit more. There's a couple of Rivian machines here that did the Rebel Rally. Uh, right, we right. saw a couple of, of our compatriots that, that drove in Rebel Rally this year. Uh, yep. Jill Simonello was there. Yep. Um, somebody else, some other folks we saw walking around today. And this was the winning truck, right? Truck. Were you it was it driven by you? No, my team members though, Alex and Lily. Okay. They both okay. Uh, yep, driver and navigator. They're the limestone legends that can come up front here. But T one eighty seven. They won first place in the four by four class box stuff, so pretty big categories. And yeah. Sounds good, yeah. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. Uh, a, a rally winning machine is here. So that's nice. Okay. Let's, let's keep moving. Okay. Keep moving a little bit. Um, so overall closing thoughts, yeah. what do you think of the show? Well, I think, I mean, you and I have done this show probably 10 years together. 14. Well, I've been here for like 10 years. Ten, okay. For me, it's been longer for you. Yeah. Uh, I remember, I mean, the times have changed a lot. I, I remember, you know, being in the media center, fully packed with people carrying giant tripods, mm. sliders, big equipment, big lights, mm. and doing unveiling after unveiling, just 20 unveilings in one day. So we saw three unveilings today, I think, maybe four. And what's fascinating, this show is so small now, 
and it's we're seeing the rise of, of of secondary markets. Like if you really look at it, Chicago is now the big show in the U.S. From the oh. gate, from the number of o OEMs that display, also to the activities that are on on offer, and they're the ones kind of leading the way. I never thought I would say it, but that, that's the change. And also the timing has shifted, right? Detroit Auto Show used to be in January. It's yep. no longer in January. Because of this show, they moved them off. Yeah, and then so Chicago is in February, which is coming up. I don't know what's going to happen next year. Obviously, I can't predict the future. There's also CES that happens in that January. That was the big one that moved Detroit. I'd say these guys first took Detroit from being the most important show and knocked it down a couple of pegs, and then CES just put them in the grave. Then well, also COVID, Geneva, COVID happened. Also. That did it did in, did in every auto show, with yeah. the exception of the secondary markets. Then Geneva, that's going to be at the end of February. Is it going to be in Geneva, or is it going to be in Middle East? Uh, so I just got back from the one in the Middle East. That was 2023. 2024 okay. is Geneva, so they alternate it every other okay. year. That's a cool truck there. Well, let's let's just keep. I mean, it's not a truck show, but but let's just let's just walk a little bit more. Is that a yeah. Bronco? What is? That? Hey, good, good yes, to see sir. you. We're doing a best of Los Angeles, so we're kind of oh. finishing our show here. So. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm yeah. Glad you're here. So OVR magazine kind of organized this space. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we uh, we pitched to do something like this way back in March with the LA Auto Show and. Five weeks ago, we were approved to be outside at Gilbert Lindsay Plaza, okay. basically where we were having breakfast yeah, this yeah, morning. Yeah. And then circumstances, we all know why. Uh, we were moved into this beautiful 25,000 square foot area. This is awesome. And is this a community partnership or do you this guys actually pay for this? This is a community. Wow, that's awesome. All right, this is a community coming together and really, you see the results here. Yeah. That so uh, including a Buhanka. Let's be including a Buhanka. Well, it's not a Buhanka. It's a Ford control Jeep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with Buhanka. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a truck guy, clearly. but let's be clear what you just said here. This is an opportunity for effectively a car club to have a week long cars and coffee with trucks inside Amazing. of a building. In, inside of a convention center in Los Angeles. Okay. So I was talking with show management, right? 116 years of the LA Auto Show. Fact checked, right? They said this is the first time a non-OE has been in the OE demonstration area. And probably the first time no one has paid to be here. Well, <laughs> it's a good partnership. Yeah, it's a yeah, partnership. yeah. It's a good partnership. Okay. That's good. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks okay. for giving us a little bit more information Sir, about thank this. thank you very much. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. kind of much. breaking new ground. Let's amazing. finish on the Buhanka. Let's finish on yeah, the Buhanka. Yeah, because I'm we got it. I'm still going with Buhanka. Okay. Because I like saying Buhanka. Yeah. So there is a lot of information out there that says the UAZ 452, which is a Soviet van forward control, and this forward control Jeep, one borrowed from the other. And you can kind of see the resemblance, right? Oh, absolutely. So I can't be faulted for saying that's going to be a Blanca. You, you cannot. And this is also, um, this was a SEMA project. This was also at SEMA. And this is a beautiful build. It's what do you think about this build? The first I thing mean, I'm thinking that's got to be three, four hundred grand. I don't know exactly, but this is um, 
the parts and craftsmanship of this one is just it's a beautiful it's, it's thing. just amazing it looks like a toy came to life like you even notice like zach showing this the welding it's like a beautiful stack of dimes here that takes a lot of skill so you're actually paying a high rate for someone to do i would call a rebuild or a resto mod rather than a restoration on this well there you have it i think they saw the entire show we pretty have. much i think we've showed a lot now. yes yeah so, so Motorman, thank, thank you so you much. Thank you very much. I really appreciated this. Always look forward to working with so you. So that was Best of Los Angeles for 2023. Let's do it again. Maybe Best of Chicago? Best of Chicago. We'll do it and get some pizza while we're at it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us. And uh, Nathan and Roman will be back next week. And uh, speedy recovery to, uh, to, to Roman. Yep. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.